eel pit guy apparently did a face reveal. Did you hear the news? <laughs> Can you imagine if eel pit guy started an OnlyFans? Uh, he's OnlyFans slash eel pit guy. Let's go home. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome back to Wild Till Nine, where Happy we Halloween. have again failed to even give the smallest effort in the form of Halloween celebration. Okay, if you could have chosen us to dress up as anything, right? What would it be? And I wouldn't have even complained about whatever it is. That you you wouldn't have complained about anything. No, I wouldn't complain. Whoa, I don't even know what I would do with free reign of Halloween costumes with you. I'm so used to being like, okay, literally, this is how I plan our Halloween costumes. I'm like, what is the minimal effort for Jeremy to be comfortable and have a good night and not complain and therefore make my night better? Yes. And then I'll find just like a skanky counterpart for it. And that's and what this we're gonna- year, this year, I'm crushing it. So w- there's one that's gonna be just for a photo, and that'll be with the pups. Um, and that's, we're gonna. What's the, that one? That's the Powerpuff Girls. Got it. That's the Powerpuff Girls. Okay. And then you just have like a lab coat. Cartoon Network moment. Little Cartoon Network moment. Okay. And then um, for going out, we're going to be uh, Pink Panther and the detective. Are we? We are. Good to know. Your costume will be here by you, tomorrow. Is that what you came up here and measured me? <laughs> yeah, Jeremy was typing something and I was like just taking his measurements you, like, across his in, shoulders. And you're like, just, just ignore just, me. It's just fine. Stop, I was like, just what are you doing? <laughs> so my Pink Panther has arrived today and you just have, and I even tried to find a nice like pea coat trench coat that wasn't going to be too heavy, but okay. still like nice and not like just like a piece of sneeze. like tissue paper. I just sneeze. I just sneeze. Is it gone? Woo. <coughs> Bless. So that's what we're going to be for. I'm so excited, but also maybe next year Mm -hmm. we'll switch roles. You plan? 
Yeah. I'll or play. you want to be the skanky and I'll be the minimal. <laughs> I want to be the skank and you can be the minimal. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I can't wait. I'll like put you in um like a uh, like a, an ill-fitted onesie. Our close second was going to be uh, Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. Uh, so my Peter? You, yeah, of course. Okay, so next year I'd be Tink? Next year you'd be Tink. Okay. I just didn't want, I, I felt like you would be weird about having to wear tights. Ah, I was thinking to myself, do I look good in green tights? Hmm. No, I think they're brown tights. Oh, well, I look great in brown tights. I think they're brown <laughs> tights. But I was up. like, you could probably just get away with like wearing like brown, like Lulu regular like a, pants. Does he have like a skirt on the top? It's It's just like a long green shirt, I think. There's With, something about a guy in, in skin tight tights and a shirt that doesn't seem like it would be my best look. Listen, I wasn't gonna commit you to the actual leggings. I would have found you an alternative, obviously. Babe, if we're gonna commit, we're gonna commit. I mean, listen, if you wanna go out there in tights. I mean, give people a show. The booty is great. Thanks, babe. The booty is good. It will be great. The booty is good. It'll even be better yeah. this spring. In fact, you Wedding will, booty? You will see this booty. Wedding in, booty? Wedding booty. Um, so we are back from our Palm Springs getaway weekend. Um, if you joined us for that episode. Caleb and Cameron's wedding and, and also the Wild Till Nine episode on the road. If you joined us for that and came back, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think it's going to be great. I hope so. We have, I haven't seen it. We are recording this before we've seen what the episode is going to look like. Um, so In fact, this might be our next podcast. We te- yeah, right, right, right. If, if, if we are referencing a podcast that has not made it to the internet, it's because we hated it. Yeah, yeah. Or because like something just didn't work. And it's gonna be- No, it's gonna work, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna gonna be be totally fun. So last week we went up to the Bull Terry Rescue Ranch and did an episode. So if you haven't seen that, so if you haven't seen that, it is probably worth a watch. Again, saying this with blind confidence, but I think it's gonna be great and adorable and adoptable pups. Do you have a heart and eyes? Literally. Uh, Then you should watch it. Um, And then we stayed the weekend in Palm Springs. Jeremy fell in love. I feel like I fell in love with Palm Springs. What do you mean Jeremy fell in love? We fell in love. Yeah, but I went with Mia and Remy in August. I wasn't invited. You were not invited to that trip. That was a girly pop birthday trip. And I was like, wait, Palm Springs, even though it is literally 130 degrees, is incredible when it's- 130. Like 115 and change. In August? It was literally like I broke 122 one day. It was crazy. Anyways. Loved the city, had a great time and was like, oh shit, this, I feel I have FOMO on not making a property investment of any kind um, a few years ago when things were ripe for purchasing. I just wish we had foresight into the future on everything so we could just always make better decisions. (sighs) Same. I know, but like the the thought of, like I don't think I'm usually a desert person, Yeah. but there's something about the um, lack of LA distractions that I enjoy. It's like the perfect getaway. And also like shocker, it doesn't take four hours to get there. On, took a long time to get home. Not Coachella. Yeah, but we took a detour because we visited the ranch again. And then we made a stop because you got Chipotle, I got Starbucks. And so like, it was two hours, 10 minutes to get home. Yeah. And when it's Coachella season, it's like four hours. And so in my mind, Palm Springs has always been like a place that like is not fun or cool enough to like own potentially another property because like four hours is like kind of a track. Four hours is too much. But two hours. Two hours is in. Two hours? Because if you got up early, like you could leave at 6.30 and be there well before time. Have your whole day. Yeah. Have your whole day. So we'll see. So anyways, if uh, the housing market becomes favorable again and we are in a place financially where we could potentially have a vacation property, 
this is one that we might be interested in. Looking at you, Federal Reserve. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. The Fed? Yeah. That, that's This isn't a finance podcast. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Money's expensive. Oh, money's expensive. Yes, exactly. And I still have a large mortgage that I'm actively paying off. So yeah. there's that as well too. So anyways, loved Palm Springs, had a great time. The wedding was beautiful. I feel like because we are also planning a wedding and mm. attending weddings all at the same time, I'm learning so much. I'm in my data collection phase when I'm also out as like a wedding guest. You're data, you're just out there just actively auditing. I'm collecting data. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I really yeah. am. What did you, what was the biggest takeaway as a data collector of weddings after this weekend? Um, Let's start with the really interesting stuff. Um, um, I mean, first Actually, of all, their wedding was absolutely stunning. It was exactly what I pictured. That was so perfect for exactly who Caleb and Cameron are. Can I ask you that in a better way? Sure, go ahead. What sticks out to you most about weddings that you might not have noticed before? I think the pacing Okay. Is like one of those logistics thing that as a wedding guest, you're not typically thinking about, but when you're planning a wedding, thinking about the guests as the host. Right. I feel like it's it's a lot more to think about. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Um, but- Like how so? Well, I, I mean, I think, I think it's just like thinking about like moving people from space to space and how long you give people for certain amounts of time. Like you never want it to feel like there's like a lull, but you also don't want to feel like it's rushed. Like yeah. it's like a, that's like a difficult thing to navigate. And so anyways, I feel like as you've been attending weddings, it's been again, good data collection. It's good. It's field out in the field, gathering real time experience, real time experience. I also think that the things that I care about most are just like, are, do people feel like, like, do I as a guest, when I'm like talking and hanging out with people, do people know what to do? Yeah, I also loved that they, one, I've never had anything pistachio flavored in my life and they had a pistachio what? wedding. What do you mean you've never had anything pistachio flavored in your life? I've never had anything pistachio flavored in my life. How's that, what? No. Yes. That's not real. Yes. Are you lying to me? No. You lying to them? No. Who are you lying to? Dead ass. Why are you saying this? What do you mean? What do you mean you've never had anything pistachio flavored? I'm like, I don't know. I, even when I worked all those years scooping ice cream, I never had pistachio. I was like, oh, that's an old person flavor. Pistachio? Yeah. Insulting. Pistachio's out here like climbing the ranks. Anyways, the pistachio wedding cake that Caleb and Cameron had was one of the best slices of cake that I have ever had. I um, turned to the nearest six people when the, the cake was served. Yeah. And one of them asked, what flavor wedding cake are you getting? And when I said, we're having fun, Fetty. <laughs> All of them looked at me with this look of like, oh, what else? Really? Yeah. Every single person that, you're talking to the wrong people because everyone that I've told that we're having fun, Fetty, to has been absolutely our, stoked. Five of our gay friends. Five of our gay friends. Well, I'm gonna need them to readjust their attitudes because look, there was fun, Fetty, and fun, Fetty only for maybe our Maybe people guests. are a little bit more real with me and maybe they're, they're a little nicer to you. Mm, I think they're lying to you and everyone loves Funfetti. So they were just being mean to me for no reason? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, meanwhile, I didn't, didn't mind that they didn't ha like love the idea right off the dome. Oh yeah, no, me either. It's our wedding and we are having Funfetti. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I was excited for it, and I, but I did think the pistachio cake was great. It was so yeah. good. I'm on board with pistachio. I think because I have an almond allergy, <laughs> there's like, I don't, I just like never know what kind of nut is almond adjacent. So I'm like, mm, do I want to roll the dice? The EpiPen is only 10 minutes away at the hotel. We'll probably be okay. <sighs> this is just a quick <laughs> reminder to everybody who hasn't checked the expiration date on their EpiPen. Go ahead they, and just- That they and, do in fact go ahead and just, expire. Go ahead and just check that expiration date. And if, <laughs> if I'm saying this and you're going expiration date, what do you mean? 
That's a great time to buy a new one. Great time to buy a new one. Yeah. It's a great time to end. I wish we had an EpiPen sponsor. Yeah, seriously. Me too. Honestly. Anyway, I had a great time. I enjoyed it. I liked the vibe. I like when people at weddings that I don't know mm. because I I feel like the people that come to weddings are such a, a great representation of like your friend. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so it was very fun to see that side of our friends. Yeah, no, totally agree. I also loved that during, at some point during the dancing that the cake just like appeared at everyone's seats. You could go back and eat it whenever you wanted to, which I love because I know Zach and Maggie and they've spoken publicly about it, that the cake like just didn't really get served to people. Oh, and there was I so I much, cake. I didn't have cake and I was so sad about it. And I saw it cause they cut the cake and like, that was a big moment and that was so fun. But then it didn't get served to people cause I think you had to ask for it. Oh yeah, no. And so anyways, they were super pissed about that, but I love the way that the cake was just like waiting for everyone at the table when you wanted to go and eat it. Cause it's not one of those things that has to be served. Like it's actually perfect. It's supposed to be room temperature. So it's kind of like an ideal thing for it to just be like sitting there for, you know, either zero minutes if you're me or 20 minutes if you're, want to take a little time and dance and then go eat your cake. You do really enjoy something sweet after dinner. Oh, I mean that, that one TikTok that we listened to that guy of just like needing something sweet after dinner. Remember that, that oh, comedian? I live my life by it. Yes. The, I, I, as soon as I finish dinner, I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat later. I have to piss like a racehorse. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, Tillies, it is your favorite book girly here in her book girly era. I have been diving deep into my reading journey lately, and I am thrilled to share something that's been a total game changer for me. Book of the month. Book of the month is more than just a subscription service. It's like having a personal book curator. Every month they present a selection of the best new titles. As I mentioned last week, I recently picked out tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow from their list. And let me tell you, I am hooked. And the best part, they offer these amazing books at fantastic prices. And is always on the house. Plus their loyalty program is a cherry on top, offering even better deals the longer you stick around. Recently, they launched their curated audiobooks alongside their hardcovers. So whether you're someone who loves the classic feel of a hardback or prefers stories to accompany you on the go, they've got you covered. And this just adds to the whole experience. 
I'm genuinely impressed by how the Book of the Month selects their books. Their editorial team goes through hundreds of titles to handpick the most engaging ones for us. No matter which book you choose, you're in for a treat. And the convenience of their service is impeccable. There's always something for every type of reader. Right now, you can head over to bookofthemonth.com and snag your first book for a mere $5 using the code WILD. It's such a good deal. You do not want to miss out. I cannot recommend Book of the Month enough. It's not just about receiving books. It's about the joy of discovery, tracking your reading journey on their app, and connecting with stories that resonate. Remember, use the code WILD for that amazing first book deal. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Prove it! Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. Also stole a book from the hotel that we stayed. No, 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 no. I wasn't, wasn't klepto. I thieved. I accidentally thieved. So, when you came home, well, no, was it was no, we, were, we were both let, home already. Let, let me, let me, let me tell. Actually, no. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I actually think you should tell us. <laughs> So all weekend, so Jeremy has purchased, he's like, you're going through, I feel like this ADHD discovery um, phase where you're you're really educating yourself. <laughs> I've always done, I've had it. I'm just discovering what to do with it. Right, right, you're just learning what to do with it. You're in this discovery phase and you've bought so many books on like different, like you've got random books on like business stuff and ADHD stuff. And I know that you've been consuming all of your books via audiobooks. There's, and I just want to point this out. There's not a single book that's been purchased by ADHD that is not digital. Like I don't own a single physical ADHD book because there's no world where I would get through them. Right. But how many like businessy books do you have? Uh, a thousand. No, yeah. I mean like a hundred, two hundred. Yeah. yeah, right, right, right. And so it's like books. not rare for Jeremy to like throw a book in the backpack or whatever when we're going on vacation for the weekend. So I was like, cute, six, whatever. Like I had my book and you had your book. I was like, that's so nice. It was on- We're both in our book talk We're just era. like in our book era. We're reading era, reading girly <laughs> era. And so like my book was on my nightstand for at the hotel and Jeremy's was on his side. And I was like, that's so nice. We went up to the pool um, on Saturday before the wedding and just like hung out by the pool. Did I bring, did I and bring I was my like, book? I was like, oh, you didn't bring your book. His book, I was like, oh, whatever. There's probably other shit to do. I was like, that's whatever. So Sunday rolls around, wedding, we're packing. Um, our Tesla had to charge and I had to get ready still. And so Jeremy um, packed up his shit, took our stuff down to the car while I continued getting ready and went to go walk over, walk or take our car over to the charger and um, go charge the car. And so I'm packing up the rest of our shit. I do the once over the hotel room and I'm like, oh shit, there's Jeremy's hairspray. And then, oh, he forgot his book. So I just toss everything into um, my bag, whatever. We get home and I'm like, oh, I grabbed your book and your hairspray, you forgot your book. And- I, You know, but even when you said that, I go, oh, thanks. Hold on. <laughs> uh, what? Like, I didn't- I And didn't. I just go, can you show me <laughs> my book? <laughs> because I just, I was like, I couldn't imagine what she would have assumed my book would be. And can, let me read this thing. And and so no, actually, you go ahead. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'd like to actually do the honors. And so the way that Jeremy did not bring a book to this stupid hotel, <laughs> and 
in the way that I did not read a single t- word on the t- on the cover of this book. Not a single word. So let's 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 hear what book I'm reading. So Jeremy is currently reading the house. <laughs> The house that cheese built, the unusual life of the Mexican immigrant who defined a multi-billion dollar global industry. To be fair. It has a bowl of Mexican cheese on To be fair, <laughs> does sound like an interesting read. Sounds like a great read. Love an entrepreneur story. <laughs> Love an immigrant entrepreneur story. Oh my God. And so I, I probably, I, I mean, it was only $28, which oh, no, I, I no, no, guess no. is actually kind of a lot. That's what they paid. You'll be paid more. Oh, right. I'll be paying $50 for this stupid fucking book that I accidentally <laughs> thieved. What's the author? Let's, let's shout him out. <laughs> Praise for the house that cheese built. Miguel Leal's a true pioneer. Back when he started out, nobody had heard of Mexican cheese in the U.S. Not only, he not only created, tested, and refined unique Hispanic cheese recipes, he also innovated. New. Okay. All right. So make sure and check out the book. Uh, he'll be on the, well, this is him on the pod. I'm, I just, what part of that looks like? Okay, great. I mean, I, I don't know. It, like with the black cover and like, he's got flashy, like a uh, buzzword. You know what I mean? Like this easily could have said something about like marketing 101, how to build a billion dollar industry. So you're not a Mexican immigrant and that part doesn't quite fit. And you actually, I don't even think like Mexican cheese. Okay. There'll be zero Mexican cheese slander in this place. Love Mexican cheese. That's not a character for you. I feel like that doesn't, that doesn't align. I feel like Mexican cheese, who you are. What do you mean? (laughs) I love Mexican food. I like cheese on Mexican food. Why would I like Mexican cheese? You, You know what Mexican cheese is though, right? It's a different kind of cheese. What do you mean? Okay. Yeah. That's what exactly what I thought. What do you mean? That is exactly what do you say that they don't have cheddar? It, yeah, so cheddar is not Mexican cheese. Colby Jack? You know what? I can't wait for you to read this book and learn American? all about American cheese, or fucking Mexican cheese. <laughs> well, I'll let you know when I get done reading that. Oh my God. Yeah, no, that, was, um, that was adorable. By the way, I'm pretty sure you left my uh, beard trimmer at the hotel, which is why I look like this. And I will apparently just look like this for the rest of my life now because I have no beard trimmer. I did it once over. So unless it fell somewhere, maybe underneath the bathroom vanity, because I did it once over and there was nothing on the counter. I don't think I even stole it, so yeah, probably. Anyways, um, congratulations on your new cheese book that I got for you. Merry Halloween. Trade it in for a beer trimmer. Uh, no, so sorry. I can't wait for you to learn about Mexican cheese. Okay. And well, the and the multi-billion-dollar global industry around it. Does lactose intolerance apply to Mexican cheese? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, good to know. Cheese oh, actually. <laughs> we've talked about this before, but a lot of cheeses actually are are low in lactose. The heart of the cheese. The lactose. The no, I don't know. Easier they okay. digest. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, shout out Miguel Miguel Leal. Leal. Um, but now I'm like, that would be crazy. I wonder if like he's just a local Palm Springs dude that comes and like drops off his book, or maybe he was the last person to stay and he just left his book. Well, I'm pretty sure that the reason that like there's a like the the Bible has been printed as many times as it has is because uh-huh. somebody made a business selling Bibles to hotels, hotels right? Like. 100 or 200 years ago. Right. Yeah. My favorite part is that Lauren thinks that the, whoever named the building that she went to school in up in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, uh, Canada, uh, whoever that building's named after, that's the guy that in invented- Toronto? Yeah. That's the guy that oh. ma- invented the printing press, which still gets me every time. No, I got it mixed up. I was, I, my building was the Heidelberg. Right. Not, not, the wrong Berg. Right. And I also get that mixed up with Heisenberg. Right. 
from Walter White. Walter, yeah, Walter White. There's also a, a real Heisenberg, but yeah, yeah. not yeah. that Walter White's not real. No, but that's the Walter White that I think of when I think of Heisenberg. Right, right. And, but, and who invented the printing press? Uh, see, I literally forget. Goo. Gutenberg. There it is. Gutentag. Guten, no. <laughs> um, just a real quick callback to our friend Miguel Leal. We might like really be putting him, like doing him a service with this ad for his book that isn't an ad because he only has 20 ratings on Amazon. So Shut the fuck up! If someone wants to read the book. Buy it on Amazon and review it. Wow. Yeah. We we have not read it, so I couldn't tell you if it's good or not. So I, I can't give you a true book review, but this has just become support your local cheese businessmen. Clinging to the fantasy got me through the next six months of English classes. I was in school only three hours a day and I didn't do any better at studying or Wait, memorizing. Should we do popcorn reading? <laughs> only if you've got some Mexican cheese for it. Ha <laughs> 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 um, I love discovering all the parts about you that didn't come fully baked when oh, we met. Oh my God. I just love that uh, the, the, the amount of time- we that, had another one that happened the other day and it wasn't on the pod and I was like, fuck, I should. Oh, oh, we were talking. Did we talk? I can't remember if we talked about this on uh, in the the Bully Ranch um, episode about intrusive thoughts. No, we didn't. We didn't talk about this. No. We haven't talked about intrus intrusive thoughts. We at haven't all? talked about intrusive thoughts. Really? So Jeremy, again, in his ADHD education phase, has realized that he doesn't have intrusive thoughts. Okay, hold on. You, you know, obviously, I know that ADHD is like incredibly common. overwhelming and <laughs> no, no, overwhelming and stressful in and chaotic in its own way. Right. But I cannot imagine how peaceful it must be to not be like, oh, let me just throw myself off of this, or like, what would happen if I like? I just can't imagine not having but, like the or like what would I what would happen if I if I ate this right now. <laughs> But maybe I have them. I just don't have them with Adderall. No, I think that you would know. No, but like- I think that you would maybe know. Maybe I, maybe, okay. Because I'm medicated most days. Yeah. Right? Maybe the medication blocks those thoughts. No, because you're, you're, you really don't medicate on like weekends and stuff for the most part. Like we have like lazy mm, days. Sometimes. Like for example, Jeremy handed me, when we were packing up our shit before we left for Palm Springs, he handed me this little microphone that had this fuzzy on the end of it. And like my immediate intrusive thought was that I have to put it in my mouth, like how a dog would, would just chomp a dandelion. And it is just so crazy to me that that doesn't happen to you. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I don't know how expensive that microphone is, but it's more expensive than I want you to put in your mouth. Also, gross. Okay, what is, okay, what is it? Can I get a definition of an intrusive thought? Yeah, I'll get you one. Okay, intrusive thoughts are ideas and images that come to mind uninvited and typically unwanted. They could range from a thought that makes you feel a little bit uneasy and being wholly disturbing. So like you can sometimes have, in, a lot of times intrusive thoughts, there's this one TikTok that sums this up so perfectly and it's this little kid that is um, standing, I think they're at the Grand Canyon with the mom and there's a couple that are like standing on the other side of the Grand Canyon and um, the little kid is like, what would happen if he just pushed her off? And the mom says the kid and it's just like, and sweetie, that is what we call an intrusive thought. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have intrusive thoughts. They're just not like in that nature. Okay, so but in what nature do you think they are? I wanna know how shit works. That is not an intrusive thought. Being like, hmm, how does this work? That's just like what a smart person's brain does. No, but like as a kid, right? When I had no business asking like, why doesn't the bridge fall? Uh -huh. That's a kind of an intrusive thought, right? Like 
mommy, we're driving over this thing and there's a body of water that neither of us want to crash into. Why do we just trust that the bridge is going to work? No, I think an intrusive thought would be like, what would happen? Like, would I die if I fell off of this? Yeah, I think Jeremy's <laughs> describing an inquisitive Yeah, thought. I think so too. Okay, hold on. All right. And here's the difference between how our brains work. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, when you see okay. something... Uh, okay, so okay. when I see... Uh, fuck, these are all boring. Okay, here we go. If you were going up a ski lift, what yes. would you think about? Um, The amount of horsepower it would require for everyone's fucking like self and their, their 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 equipment and like their like full on beer self right. to be pulled sure. up in a consistent fucking flow without anybody being like put into danger. And then what happens like as a security mechanism, if you have to shut it down really quickly, but then have to actually like get it going back again. Right. And then realistically, like what's the on and off situation for that? Is it always on? Uh -huh. How do they know that everyone's off? I saw a movie one time where someone so got stuck halfway what through. My brain does is like, <laughs> What if we just yeeted off this lap bar and fucking slipped out like jelly? Or like, what if my body turned into a puddle and I just slipped out of this and just slithered out and went straight into the ground like a pancake? <laughs> but I would, okay, I'd also be thinking like, I wonder what um, uh, protections are in place so that if a earthquake were to hit, you know, no, no, it's like how many bones, like would my femur shatter if I hit the ground from this distance? <laughs> or like, like I'm trying to think about it, like. If I drop my phone from this height, would I kill someone? Mythbusters would love that one. Yeah. So anyways, I, I feel as if, again, you are having inquisitive thoughts. I mean, like I, I think back to be, like as a kid, I used to be obsessed with space because the thought and the idea that we knew enough about the little blurry um, sparkles in the sky, the little twinkles, mm -hmm. right? To like have names for them and have a whole system that was different if you were Greek versus Roman. That was fascinating to me. Right, so I was thinking about, can I chew this Polly Pocket sweater? <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta be honest, most of the time I think to myself, I go, I'm gonna hope that our kid's more like Lauren in this, in this vertical. This one I'm not sure of. Cause I gotta be honest, I've never shoved an eraser up my nose. Yeah, I've definitely should never shoved an eraser on my nose, but I've definitely like been like, can this go through my ear? <laughs> like when I had my ears spaced and gauged, but like, can I shove this pencil through my ear? I would ear have right loved now? to see gauged ear era Lauren. Yeah, it was a, it was a time to be alive for sure. That's for sure. Um, yeah, so I, what a peaceful, no. what, a, what a peaceful element of, of ADHD, what a gift. Yeah, but like, as I, as, I, as I attempt to wean off of all ADHD medicine, hopefully entirely, mm -hmm. let's see if I can do it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's proving harder than I want it to be. I, I wonder if I'll have more diversity to those thoughts. Join me in the Polly Pocket rubber sweater chewing you know, maybe journey. I'll just stay dependent on Adderall for the rest of my life. Can't be that bad. Uh, yeah, it's, no. a, it's a shared experience too, because I, I, I've posted a TikTok before about how like how nostalgic and wonderful it is to chew on a Polly Pocket shoe or something like that. <laughs> Lauren, you and, gotta get the Polly Pocket thing. And the amount of the, like, I, I, I just, it makes me realize that although intrusive thoughts are crazy, I've also never had an original thought in my life. What, what, what oh, hold on, that's not true. I really think that I, I've just never had an original thought in my life. The That's actually not true. Sometimes, sometimes there are things that I'm just like, I'm just not gonna share that. <laughs> I wish more than anything that, that like, if there was tech, okay, that could at the end of the day, yeah. pull together the most tense out of pocket highlight. things yeah. and like 
just replay them for yourself. And then you then have the option to just hit share. Oh, that would be hysterical. That'd be absolutely hysterical. The shit that would go through my mind. I'm trying to think about what I did today that and like what kinds of things were generated. Well, do you, do you have a conversation with yourself when you're out in public? Oh yeah, I don't shut the fuck up. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? You go first. Like, like having a general dialogue and thoughts and like a narrative in your head when things are happening. Yeah, but like out in public, like we out in public waiting in line. Yeah. At the pharmacy. Yeah. It's going to be five minutes. Right. What are you doing? I'm like taking in my, well, okay. Like, I think it depends. It's like, I'm definitely, I definitely have major inner dialogue. Inner, okay. inner, inner monologue. I think that's actually closer to what yeah. it really is. And I'm, I'm speaking. <laughs> I hope it's not a dialogue. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm imagine? not speaking to myself. Right. I'm more just like hearing my thoughts. Okay. And do you, okay, do you hear those thoughts as like a, as a pre-buffer before saying them or just in general, you're just having a conversation I with all like more just like obs- observations. Okay. Like and thoughts. Yeah. Like, okay, again, if 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 we're in a coffee shop, I'm probably thinking, um, I'm thinking about what I'm gonna get. And then I'm probably thinking about what I'm gonna eat for lunch later that day. And then I'm like, oh, how much caffeine have I had? Do I want a coffee? And I'm like, oh, do they have oat milk? Um, do they have, do they have like, if I'm not into Starbucks, I'm like, oh, do they have the sugar-free vanilla syrup that I want? Right. And then I'd probably be taking in like what other people are like wearing, maybe eavesdropping on the conversation that's happening around me, looking at people's hair and makeup. Okay. Um, looking, I don't know, being, just being an observer, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I kind of do that. If there's a dog, I black out for sure. I feel like you think more about, um, the past and the future more. Reflecting on past or thinking about future more than I do. Of reflecting on past or thinking about like future. Deciding whether or not you're still bothered oh, by something that happened oh, in the yeah, past. Yeah. Oh yeah, also, also I just feel like that is like a telltale sign of like an anxious person. Is that like you dwell Ooh. on the past and you worry about the future. Yeah. yeah. Like your, your like rear view mirror and what's in front of you, but like super far in front of mm-hmm. you, I feel like are more in focus sometimes than like the garage that you're actively about to run into that is attached to our house. That happened one time. <laughs> One time, everyone. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I'm- But I also feel like I'm easily overstimulated, which like I can be incredibly grounded, like almost too grounded in the present of what's happening because I can just be like overwhelmed. Like, does that mean you're not grounded? You're bothered by the, the situation? Sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm over aware of what's actively happening in the present. Right. Oh, and I, I think that I try not to be because I, uh, I'm not- I no, can be a little sarcastic in my head sometimes I and I try and I get my head out of too, that. Yeah, you're too aware. Yeah. But I also like, I think when you're ADD, it's so easy to become aware of something that's not important mm-hmm. and then think about that a second longer than you need to. And realistically, it was it was meant for passing. It's not something that you need to like I think it's too like your awareness and general annoyance with the general public is less patient than mine. I am working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I had more. Pa- you know what it is? I have patience for people that who I deem um, uh, I can't wait to hear where this is going. <laughs> so like, if I was behind a mom and a kid and they were paying for parking and the, the mom was having a hard time with her credit card. Right. I'm, I'm, bringing, right. I'm thinking if I, I literally, uh, I was like late for my haircut and I had to park the car mm-hmm. and I needed to pay for parking and I was behind this mom and her kid. And I think they were tourists and they were having a really hard time with it. And I was like, hey, by the way, this is a really confusing machine. Um, do you want me to help you with it? And I, was all for it. 
the time before that. So women, dudes, children, and elderly, we have patience for. Single moms in particular, or a mom who's currently yeah. without any help, yeah. I will have all the patience mm-hmm, for. Mm-hmm. Now, if that single mom is not paying attention to her kid and is letting them cause havoc, yeah, less less patient. Right. But like two dudes were sitting there taking their sweet time. And just bumbling. With the machine. Yeah. And I thought it was like, hey, guys, do you need help with this? Or can I go ahead? Like, what, what, like you couldn't possibly be doing this in an efficient manner. Like, there's no way the way that you're doing this is by choice, is it? Oh, you guys are, okay, just take your time. Got it. So like, I just don't have patience for people who I feel like aren't being respectful of other people's time. Sure. Unless they can't be respectful of other people's time because of the situation that they're in. God forbid if someone has a water bottle in their backpack at the airport going through security. I mean, they've said it a thousand fucking times. Take it out and pour it out. Ah! No, there's, there's that. But also, like, I'm I'm so easily distracted by any one little thing that will take me onto a side mission that I think I'd do my best to, like, block that out. Right. Otherwise, it'll consume me in the, the least healthy, least productive way possible. I think one of the things about... Um like having um, anxiety disorders as well too, is that intrusive thoughts are something that happen so, um, because you can have an intrusive thought that is incredibly, it's like, although I would say the majority of intrusive thoughts are irrational and whether that be just like irrationally dumb or like irrationally like dangerous or something like that, there's also the side of it I think that falls in the category of like irrationally, like, so for me having emetophobia, right? So like I can have irrational fears about like just waking up being like, today's the day for no reason that I'm gonna throw up. And okay. like, that's just an intrusive thought because yeah. like there's absolutely no reason for that to happen. I think there's a lot of crossover in terms of like intrusive thoughts and anxiety havers and kind of like where- Anxiety havers. Anxiety, anxiety havers. Um, because like, I think a lot of the work I did with my therapist too, is just that when you have an intrusive thought like that, that falls into the category of like, whatever your phobia is, or just like anxiety in general, like we very much practice, just like acknowledge it and let it pass. Mm. Okay. Cause I, and that's been really helpful for me is that like the letting it pass. I feel like sometimes if it were to come into my mind, it's easy for me to acknowledge it and spiral, but like, I think that I worked a lot on letting it pass through, but like being like, okay, I'm acknowledging that I'm having an intrusive thought right now and I'm letting it go. Because I'm always surprised that like, although you're someone who thinks about the future and can spiral slash dwell on that, mm-hmm. you, you sometimes I'm always shocked at how, uh, I, I think back to the last earthquake we had. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's that's present. Yeah. That's present. No, it's all, this is like, you could have worried about I could, I could imagine that you would like worry about not yeah, only that. but it's that, like rational to be worried about earthquakes. Totally, but like anybody with ADD can like relate to the fact that we thrive in chaos. Right. Like when I only have a seventh of a second to think about what I'm going to do, mm-hmm. very easy for me to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of like, I just froze. I don't freeze. Like, I'm, like the, whatever is in my brain is like, oh, chaos. Wonderful, I'm well prepared for this. But like, hey, you've got all day to make that decision. Fuck! (laughs) I will wait until three minutes after the due date to decide what I should do with that decision. Despite the fact that all the things that I did earlier that day were kind of remember that I had to do that decision and everything else um, got like organized to the uh, 100th degree that it was not necessary while I did make that like original decision. Yeah, I would say I'm the complete opposite. Our kids are fucked. Fucked, absolutely fucked, absolutely fucked. Absolutely fucked. Um, What's so, wrong with us? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so anyways, uh, I'd love to segue this into our segment that producer show has g- gathered for us. 
Um, and so I've also uh, done us the good deed of gathering our whiteboards because today we are having our first by, by what is it called when you have your first ever, your inaug inaugural? It's not by. I don't know what you're going to go with that, I but it's know, not by. I don't know. It, yeah, the inaugural. Yeah, inaugural, wild till nine spelling bee. Fuck. Gen Z edition. Oh, fuck. I feel no, like no, it's, no, it's, no, 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 Gen Alpha. There's Gen only, Alpha? Gen Alpha. There's only, there's 10 words. Seven of them are Gen Alpha. Three of them mm. are Gen Z. Oh, my fucking, literally. Can I, I get a cut update for Gen Alpha? Like, how, yeah, what, what, what's the what range on that? About? Um, for science. For science. Generation Alpha starts with children born in 2012 and will continue at least through 2025. 2012? 2012. 11, 12? No, no. In my mind, if you're born in 2012, you were four. Yeah. So if you're watching this podcast and you fall into this category, make sure you have your mom's like permission to do so. Yeah. 13 and younger. Jesus. So I have the upper hand because I am chronically online. So there's a possibility that I've encountered some of these words before. Get your chuggy ass out of here. I got this. Get my chuggy ass out of here. That is the rudest thing did you could have. Did I use it right? Did I use it correctly? Said. Did I use it right? Whoa! Did I nail it? Was that was that a good insult? Was that a sick burn? <laughs> was that a sick burn? Yeah. Did you feel the heat? I cannot wait to absolutely fucking destroy you in the spelling bee. Okay. You that punk ass rude. bitch. Hold on, I'm gonna put my name up here. Oh, by the way, my handwriting is as good as you guys remember it. Um. So, so this is sorry. Go show. Go ahead. I was gonna say it's kind of a two parter. So it is a spelling bee, but. You also need to try and guess the definition. So you'll get two up to two points per word. I did a really good job writing my, my name. So good. So good. <laughs> Whatever. Let's go, bitch. Hey everyone, I'm Devin Werkheiser. I'm Lindsay Shaw. And I'm Daniel Curtis Lee. And we are the hosts of Ned's, Ned's Declassified, Declassified Podcast Survival Guide. Guide. Ever wonder what happened to Ned Mose and Cookie? Well, we're back. We helped you guys survive middle school. And now we're helping you survive adulthood. On Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide, we are re-watching episodes, bringing you special guests like Coconut Head and Janitor Gordy, and catching up on the last 15 years. We're talking about everything from dating mishaps, to mental health and maintaining friendships, and asking the question, how do we survive adulthood? Maybe we don't always have the answers. But we're going to figure it out together. Come join us. So pause that podcast you're listening to and subscribe to Ned's Declassified Podcast Survival Guide on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> What? Phantom tax. Phantom tax. I can't spell it for you. Is that one word? That is two words. Okay, okay. Can we get in a sentence? Um I had to I had to give up the phantom tax. I can't give it I can't give you the definition. Country okay. of origin? Okay. I mean, fuck, all right. Definitely fucking America. Definitely fucking America. Not, it's not, not everything starts in America. Mexican cheese, not American. And it's, you would know if you'd read the book. It's yeah, a noun. Phantom? That helps. Phantom, Phantom tax. Um, definition, definition. I think I, I feel like I've got the spelling down, but I, I, the definition I'm a little, I'm a little questionable about. There was no definition. 
What? There was no definition. Yeah, I know. In my mind. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. We have to know that. The, we have, wait, what? Hold on. Two points. Spelling. Yeah. Definition. Oh, fuck me. What was the sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I had to give up the phantom tax. Okay. This is my best guess. Okay. Hold on. I'm committed. Can I get an eraser? Throw it to me. Sick catch. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Brett, fuck. All right. Oh, he's out here writing a novel. He's still going. He's still going. Okay. Go first. Okay. I've got Phantom Tax. F A. Jeremy, put your fucking pencil. Phantom Tax. Oh. <laughs> F A N U M. Space tax, T A X. That is correct. Okay, thank you so much. Um, my my definition guess is when you leave a fandom. <laughs> Honestly, a good guess. That is, however, incorrect. Fuck. I had phantom, F A N N I M, tax, <laughs> and my definition was price one pays as a fan of someone or something. So like if you were a Taylor Swift fan, uh-huh. the merch might be expensive, but that's just part of the fandom. That's text. just part of being the fandom. Yeah. I I love these definitions. However, the Fuck. real definition is um, the a percentage of your food that you have to give away to your friend when you order Postmates and they're at your house with you and they just take it. What? This is some Gen Alpha shit, isn't it? I literally- I've never heard of this. Would never invite that friend back because we don't share- Jeremy has almost broken up with me so many times when I go take his food. When I say, does anyone want anything? What I mean by that is, does anyone fucking want anything? Yeah, it's called the the fiance tax where I get a few fries. No, yeah, I just known, I just double it. Okay, got it. So what, Lauren has one point? Lauren has one one. point, Jeremy has zero, but you know, we love an underdog story, all right? Don't let it get to you. Um, (laughs) I don't feel good about this. (laughs) Your your second word is gyat. Gyat? Oh, oh. (laughs) Yet. I, I have the spelling, but I'm not entirely sure on the um can we get um can we get gyat in a sentence? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she has a gyat. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Jeremy, I'd love to see yours first. Gyat. G-Y-A-T. Uh-huh. Definition. Fat ass. PH ass. Fat PH. G-Y-A-T. Big booty. That is two points for both of you. PH fat. (laughs) I love that. We would have also accepted an additional T. Um, Both spellings are uh, found online. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, How was that catch? That was a good catch. Thank you. I have so many um, Caribbean friends in Toronto who said yat so much. And I remember moving from St. Catharines, um, like little white St. Catharines to Toronto. And I was like, what is going on? So you, you cheated. No, that's my, what do you mean? I learned that in life. I literally learned that in my travels. Gat? Yeah. Okay. I know gat. Yeah, that's a pew pew. <laughs> choo choo. Aha. Our next word, please. The next word is Rizzler. Oh. He is the Rizzler. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I didn't hear this. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, Rizzler, R-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. That is correct. Thank you so much. 
uh, spinoff of The Riddler has the Riz or game. I'll accept that, Jeremy. Uh, I also had Rizzler, R-I-Z-Z-L-E-R. And I said, got that Riz, or as boomers would say, charisma. Very good. Two points for both of you. Yes, I'm still up. By one. What's the Riddler thing? Huh? The Riddler? Is that? A spinoff of, it's like, it's not the Riddler, it's the Rizzler. Is that, it's a spinoff? That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's from that. It's from uh, that word. They say the definition on uh, Urban Dictionary is a person who is not only efficient, but a professional at picking up women. <laughs> Makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Babe, don't you wish that you could have lived in the time where someone had called you the Rizzler? I'm right here. <laughs> anyway, living my best life with you and only you. <laughs> so help me God. <laughs> Your next word is Sigma. Wait, hold on. Yep. Yep. What do we at score wise? Uh, Five, four. Yep. Mm. Sigma? Sigma. I have no idea what this means. Okay. I up first? Sure, go ahead. All right, well, Sigma, S-I-G-M-A. That is correct. And S in the Greek alphabet? <laughs> not not quite the answer we were looking for. I also have Sigma, S-I-G-M-A, a frat or Greek association. <laughs> okay, this one's kind of complicated, but... <laughs> there's layers to this one? There's a little bit of layers to this one. Okay. Lauren, if I said the term like alpha male, would you know that? Yeah, yeah. So it's not really like the alpha male that you would read in the dictionary, but more of like how social media has taken it. Like they call like Andrew Tate an alpha male or Joe Rogan. Oh an yeah, alpha an male. alpha male, yeah. So now a sigma male is one step above an alpha male. Oh, so but like, do you want to be a sigma male or no? Mm, so like sigma males would want to be sigma males, but mm. girls right. wouldn't want to date yeah, a yeah, sigma yeah, yeah, male. Yeah. So Andrew Tate thinks he's a sigma male. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, got it, got it, got yeah. it, got it, got it. Right, right. So wait, so- one point for both of us. What would, is there a, a, a pop, what type of male would you want to be? If Sigma and Alpha are probably not the- You want to be the Rizzler. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, your next word, oh God. Your next word is skibbity. 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 Not skibbity doodah, I assume. Skibbity. Yeah, and we're gonna need this in a sentence. Oh, skibbity. What kind of Jesus whip ah! shit is this? Oh my God. Fuck me. You have an eraser, baby, you have an eraser. Not, don't use your finger. <laughs> I think I forgot how to make a lowercase k. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like these are good to do every so often, every like, maybe, maybe we should be, do these, like, be doing these like quarterly so we can stay up on the- I think on at the, on any the, point in time we're doing anything quarterly, yeah. we're fucking over the hill. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, I'd like to put forth skibbity. Yep. I'm a little stressed that I don't have a K in my skibbity. I oh, went, wow. whoa. I went S-C-I-B-B-I-T-T-Y. Okay, so that is not, that is not it. <laughs> um, and your definition is? Is, oh shit. Okay. Okay. Mine was skibbity, S-K-I-B-A-D-Y. Skibbity? Wait, can you repeat that? S-K-I, skibbity. B-A-D-Y. Skibbity. Mm. Okay, those are both incorrect. The correct spelling is skibbity. S-K-I-B-I-D-I. Oh shit, so if we I was had- close. Put, uh, yeah, 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 you were You're close. You're both close. Yeah, a definition? Well, Jeremy, what's your definition? Fuck. That's your, that's your definition? Like, fuck. 
I'm gonna be honest. I think that you can both have points for that. So I think that it is one of those words that literally means anything. People seem to use it as an interjection, like um, instead Mm. of saying um or hmm, but they also use it as a hello. Like when they open a conversation, they'll say skibbity. Or what the, and this is the English language? Or, well, it's, you know. Yeah, it's channel language. So they'll also say it in, um, in response to someone. Like if you say something to someone, instead of saying like, yes, I heard you, they'll say skibbity. What the? F- so I say we both get points. Okay, you I'll both take get a point. Is this a Gen Alpha thing? This is a Gen Alpha thing. Oh, they're getting weird. Have you heard this in re- in then like the real out in the wild? No, no, no. Only on TikTok. Only on TikTok. But I've yeah. seen like kids on TikTok say it. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. Kids okay. yeah, are getting weird. That sounds like some pirate talk. Pirate talk? Yeah, like oh, skibbity. Pirate talk or pirate talk? <laughs> talk. T A L K. Mm, okay, got it. Yeah. Are you it's, pirate it, talk? It's pirate core. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, your next word is Ohio. Ohio. Don't overthink it. <laughs> okay. You can overthink the definition, but don't overthink the spelling. Can we get this use of Ohio yeah. in the in a sentence? Um mm. that meal was so Ohio. I feel as if I'm at a disadvantage for being Canadian here. You're not. You spent plenty of time in Ohio. Making content for duct tape. Not to mention the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, Greg went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame while I was in a studio all day. Cedar Point, amusement um, park. Baldwin Wallace. Didn't go to Fine any Arts of those. Fine Arts College. Have not gone to any of those. The Ohio State University. Nope, hard, hard no. Miami hard of no. Ohio. Nope. That's, that's about it. Okay. The Cincinnati Bengals. Um, uh, What was the sentence one more time? That meal was so Ohio. Ooh, another, another thing. Old, people would say only in Ohio. That confused me. I thought that I, I yeah. was on a path and that, that second one I'm actually sticking with, I'm threw sticking me with, I'm sticking with what I got. Okay. I'm ready, by the way, Lauren, whenever you're ready. See, I just don't know if people like or dislike Ohio, you know? I feel like it's like most people dislike Ohio. Why but did you dislike Ohio? What, I don't what, know. What do Ohio do to you? I don't know. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Ohio. O-H-I-O. That is correct. Oh, thank God. Uh, based on your first sentence mm-hmm. i said bland not worth doing again mm. oh shit i went opposite i said it's, it was so fire good okay lauren is more right oh my god i think that's two points for lauren one Hold point on. for yes. what was your first sentence sentence that meal was so ohio that's why i said i don't know if people like or dislike ohio and then you were like i was gonna say bland that was literally the word in my head but then you said why wouldn't you like ohio and so, it threw okay. me off how do we get here it's satire so because oh, ohio is so like ass. alarmingly mid yeah. They use it to describe crazy out of pocket things. They're insane. So was I right or wrong? You're no, wrong. you're wrong because <laughs> it's, the, it's exactly the opposite of what you said. Uh, it was so far so good. I actually think that one's kind of funny. I, I like the I like the irony and the satire of that one. Well, it's good to know that Jen Alpha's starting to figure out sarcasm. <sighs> that one's actually pretty funny. I support it. I'm angry. Go ahead. Okay, this is my favorite one on the list. Oh, God. Personally, um, and it is. Lavender. Could could we get that in a sentence? That girl is so lavender. Or that girl is such a lavender. I feel like I've seen this one and I've never like taken the time to like actually explore what the fuck that means. What was the first one again? That girl is so lavender. Okay, I'm committed. Okay, go ahead. Um, lavender, L-A-V-E-N-D-E-R. 
That is correct. I was a little nervous. It was an AR situation. Lauren, I like, when I tell you that I erased it twice, <laughs> I did end up going with the E. Yes. And I, I, I'm going with the definition. Uh, she's a basic bitch. Whoa. Me too. Okay, you're both wrong, but that was cute. But <gasps> Broccolini. Broccolini. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. There is this account on TikTok that is called Marker Love Story. Okay. And it is a young girl, I think, like in high school, who makes TikToks with three Sharpies as the characters. And the whole TikTok <laughs> is her desk and the three Sharpies on the desk being held up by what looks like chewed gum, but I'm not 100% sure. And wait, wait for it. So all, there's three there's three Sharpies in the story. It's like blue, <laughs> lavender, and mint. Yeah. And lavender, she's the homewrecker. She ruins all the relationships. No. She cheats on, she like gets all the boyfriends to <gasps> cheat on their girlfriends. No. She is not a girl's girl. So she's not supporting girls. She is not supporting girls. But enough about Lavender. The person who's posting these TikToks only has five videos posted on their account. They're all these Sharpie marker things. <laughs> and guess how many cumulative views they have over five videos? Oh my God, like a hundred million. That's a big number. Sure. It, it's, it is under that, but it is like 57 million. That's crazy. Across five videos. I feel like this girl needs to meet Eel Pit Guy. You know what? For anybody at home who's- oh! Eel pit guy apparently did a face reveal. Did you hear the news? <laughs> Can you imagine if Eel pit guy started an OnlyFans? Uh, he's OnlyFans slash Eel pit guy. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine putting all of your heart and soul and effort into something? I mean, after I actually didn't, someone messaged me, someone DM me being like, did you see Eel pit guy did a face reveal? I mean, he's throwing off Shaquille O'Neal, Eel, Shaquille O'Eal, Shaquille. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, point is, uh, you know, for anybody who's trying to get views, just be funnier. Wow. <laughs> I or have an eel pit. You know, that's the thing. Like, it just obscurity, I think, is key. Yeah. Absolute key. Oh, this is the. Oh uh, my God! This is these, the, these are the main characters. Yeah, these are the main. This these had are the main its characters. own article. I'm dead. Distractify sounds like my brain. <laughs> oh All my right. God. So okay. The, the these are the last three words. These are the um the Gen Z words. Okay. So I think we'll do better. Here I we can't go. believe I'm like looking forward to the Gen Z words. Um, The first Gen Z word is Roman Empire. Oh. Oh, easy. Roman Empire, capital R-O-M-A-N, capital E-M-P-I-R-E. <clears throat> that is correct. It's proper noun. Lauren, I saw you change it. That's points <laughs> off. Uh, it's my thing, brand, my go-to. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I give a Gen Z definition for this. I think that is a 0.5 on the definition. Roman Empire, same spelling with my capitalized R that I did not add afterwards. The thing that I always think about nonstop. Yeah, is that, that correct? That's correct. And yeah. my thing, my brand, my go-to. Your brand is it's your like brand a, and go-to is not right. It's an iconic moment in history or pop culture. Yeah, that my you brand. Think about. No, but it's not your brand. No, but it has nothing to do with you. It's not yeah. like an event that you were involved right, in. Right, but it's a, it's the way that people think about you. It's like, oh yeah, I bet they're like fucking. No, no, no. Okay, so I, I, I kind of see where I, I kind of see where you're coming yeah. from, Jeremy. I'll give you half a point. I think half. I'll I already, you had half. I already point. had half a point. No, show. you got one point five. No, you had you had half a point with Lauren. Not okay, with me. how about fucking non proper noun over here? You're right. I don't know. Fight to the death. Um, I get two points. You get one point five. Give me the eraser. <laughs> God. Oh. 
for you sure were, I had If you had just said like my mm-hmm. my like you you added too much. You know what, Lauren? No news publications reached out to you for your thoughts in the Roman Empire. <laughs> they did for me. It's because you have a Y chromosome. Okay, next word. Next word is canon event. But does he? Sorry, what? <laughs> canon event. Do you know this one, babe? No. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say. I can't interfere. It's a canon event. It sounds like a Kodak moment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I bet Canon is stoked that their name is associated. Yeah. All right, Lauren, since you um, chastised me for my last answer. Uh, a Canon event, a C-A-N-O-N space event, E-V-E-N-T, a life altering moment that you must experience. That is correct. I think Curtis is right. I think mine is more right. Let's hear it. Canon event, same spelling. Once in a lifetime op, but not actually in the big scheme of things. Like you think it's a big event? No. But it's not really. No, no, no. Sometimes it is a really big thing. But most of the time it's not. No. Yeah. No. Like a canon event being the live taping of Bachelor in Paradise. Not really. No. That's, but like you that, think it is. I think that actually just took- I think you just lost You just yeah, point. Yeah, you just lost the point oh. by that description. So close. A canon event is like when you see- a girl, when you see a, a freshman talking to a senior that you you know is gonna break their heart, but it's like it's you can't you can't interfere. It's a can literally event. what I just said. That is the definition. No, you were talking about the Bachelor in Paradise. No, but like thing. the big scheme of thing. Fine, whatever. No, Go back to my it, definition. It can here. be big or small. There, it's it's right. not. But like that's not a big thing in, in this big the big scheme of things. What you're saying isn't actually all that Im- no, impactful. No, but you're, you're missing, you're oh, missing. Oh no, okay, wait, so it is impactful. So here's the definition. It's yeah, an it, inevitable yes. event or action, good or bad, that is supposed to happen uh-huh. that changes your future self. Life altering moment that you must experience. Then what's an example? What is an actual example? Um, I think Lauren was getting somewhere, maybe. <laughs> she, she literally defined. Maybe, okay, maybe it, it's not, you're, you see the girl, t- that girl has to be in the relationship and like, it's going to be bad and you could stop it. But like, she has to want to stop it herself. But she has to it's like go through, go through it. It's she a can't go event. around it. Yeah, you got to go through it. <laughs> this sounds like somebody in the, in the big scene of things does not matter. No, but it's not about the big and small scheme. It's about having to go through it. It's a life altering moment. Like I had to date all the boys in the produce. Okay, here's a great one. I had to date all the boys in the produce section, right? To get to you, to meet the love of my life. I had to date all the produce boys at Sobeys. And like, that was my canon event. And if one of my friends had been like, okay, maybe we should try and go date a guy from like the deli section. Like she can't have interfered because then it would have changed the trajectory of my life. That was my canon event. And you could have, you could have canon events every single day. Okay, give me one for me. For you. Yeah. Canon event. What's a recent or memorable Canon event of mine? You had to go do acapella. Like, so yeah, so I'm gonna stop you right there. Nothing that is, there was nothing life changing about acapella. No, but then you met your ex and all that relationship happened. Like, a lot of that doing acapella literally got you to LA. So, what's the Canon event? Doing acapella. What? What? Well, can everyone leave more examples in the comments for Jeremy so that he can understand canon event? We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I feel like I'm back in um, Spanish class, mm-hmm. not understanding a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody else seems to fucking get it, and I'll just be over here, just fucking chewing on my Polly Pocket. 
my, poly, my fashion poly sweater. Jeremy, I'm pretty confident you're going to get this next one. All right. So bring us home. Last one. Okay. The last word is um, NPC. And if you don't <gasps> spell this one right. Babe. It's my life. Okay. NPC, not playable character. Um, yes. What's the definition? A. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. wait, wait, wait. I mean. I mean, it's a character that is literally there just to be part of the story. You can't really be active. Like, like a, like a. But they're uh, to interact with you. A passerby, yeah. stand-in person who's just there to be in the background of you living your main character life. Lex Friedman. Always refers to anyway, yeah. It's it's the um as you're on the way, you know what it is while you're playing Pokemon Go. It's the people that don't feel real. Right. It's the people in Cerulean City, okay, that just have like one or two lines that just repeat those one or two lines. Or that one Ryan Reynolds movie is all NPCs. Or that. He, he becomes Free guy. the NPC. Free guy. Free guy. I sucked. You did so good, everyone. <laughs> Lauren, you, you did win with 16 points, but Jeremy, you were so close. That's 13 point five. That's weird that you kept keeping score when you knew that I was going to lose, and I think you stacked the cards against me. I have one question that I think the audience will have. What? Do you guys have examples of your Roman of like Roman empires for you in your life? Oh, I have a couple. Yeah, off the top of my head. Obviously, you, okay, one is that I lost this one stuffed animal at a park one time, and I don't know why this is such like a core memory of mine. You mean a Canada event? Uh, no, no, it's my Roman Empire. Fucking fuck! <laughs> I thought for sure There's I had. There's a difference. It. There's a difference. You're telling me I didn't get that? <laughs> no. That was a candidate event that literally <gasps> shaped you in the way that you were gonna live in my life no, altering you. No, no, no. <laughs> Is that I left? I left this dolphin. Am I over the hill? Am I stupid? Because I feel I legitimately. No, it's just so hard. Gen Z and Gen Alpha have made things really fucking muddly. And don't blame them. We're the problem here. It's their definition. <sighs> we're guess. just trying to get it. I guess. And honestly. We should probably just stay in our fucking lane, but hopefully someone can learn through my idiot or Chris Id, Id, idiocracy. Id, is that a thing? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yeah. Um, anything Stupidity? related to the Lizzie McGuire movie with um Paolo? That's my Roman Empire for sure. Okay. Um, trying to think of what else. And so when you say what my Roman Empire is, that would mean like something that like defines me. No, it's nothing about what defines you. It's just something that you think about often. That like. Like this is like, I think about this all the time. Lauren's gat. Okay. <laughs> on, uh, Call back. Hey. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Um, uh, um, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, my Roman empire is VeggieTales. And SpongeBob. References and, and references of SpongeBob and songs from VeggieTales are my Roman empire and also the Lizzie McGuire movie. Those are my Roman empires. I think I'm realizing I have no personality and that nothing's ever been exciting in my life. <laughs> Perfect. Fuck. <laughs> I... <laughs> Do you love nothing? Well, I love so much. <laughs> I just. I would say Cheesecake Factory is also my Roman Empire. I think about Cheesecake you know, Factory okay, a lot. Okay, the things that used to be uh, Harry Potter. Um, uh, okay. Uh, uh, of course, being a Slytherin, obviously. Um, you do know a lot about Harry Potter. Yeah, I would think I know a lot about like, um, uh, all the things that I know the most about yeah. are not interesting to anyone else. And those are your Roman empires. Like It's like nerd shit and yeah. music theory and fucking how shit works. Yeah, like storage, digital cloud storage is Jeremy's Roman empire, how sexy. <laughs> I think you mean object storage and data lakes. Perfect.
Mine is mine is Barber Manatee. Barber Manatee? By yeah, Larry. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> Fuck. Do I need hobbies? Yes. I wish Cal was here to tell me to get a hobby. Oh, that will go down in Wild Till Nine absolute fucking history. I'm so concerned with myself and like not in like a healthy, positive way right now. I'm gonna like rethink everything. Fuck. I really feel like I've just lost touch and that I am a little, I'm, 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 I'm like, no help is gonna get me back on track. I'm, I'm over the hill. I understand nothing. I don't even, I don't even have the, men, the mental capacity to understand it once it's explained to me. Do you wanna watch the Lizzie McGuire movie? I almost started singing You Get the Best of Both Worlds, which is just a great indicator for how fucking far out of touch I am. That's a yes. We're going to watch this McGuire movie. All right. Okay. I can't wait to fucking Gordo this thing up. Or do I want to be Pablo? Gordo. Who's she end up with? Not Pablo. There's no Pablo in Italy. I'm sorry. I'm reading my book. <laughs> we have to go. Uh, next week, we've got a surprise for you. Not sure what it is yet, but we'll have one. It's Jeremy's review on the Lizzie McGuire movie. He's gonna he's actually gonna do um acapella, the whole soundtrack. So get excited. Hey now. We'll see you next week. Yeah, you got it! Yeah, I get it. Hey now, hey now. This is what dreams are made of. Goodbye, Lafia. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>